You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, yo, it is week three. Finally, we are back on the chop up. It's your boy Jay Spencer King, and I'm joined by my co-hosts. I have the beautiful Miss Angelina White. I have the beautiful Miss Kristen Kimmick, and I have the OG Triple OG Sterles for the girls. My man Sterling Furrow from Cover One. What's going on, everybody? What's up? First of all, I gotta I gotta start off with with a little bit of a complaint. Last week, I told y'all y'all was gonna have to change your names on the on the jump off here. I needed to see Sterles for the girls in there. I need to see K gun in there. And what was the name I gave Angie? I gave her one too. You didn't give me one. I know I, I gave you a name. No, no, no. You got a name. I'm gonna go back through my text messages because you got okay. a name. But it's okay. Week four, we need I'll this. I'll be update. ready week four. I'm on that's it. All, yes, that's all I'm saying. We won't so, mess Angie, up this time. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm, I'm not gonna let y'all forget either because I'm changing mine to Jay Smith's the babe. I slack too. So yeah, I gotta get <laughs> 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 but, but yo, let's start off. Ange, you uh we were just talking before we went live. You were just talking about your week uh or your weekend in Miami and now your your week of recovery in Buffalo. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience? Like how did it go? What was it like? You know, uh yeah, just, just go for it. Yeah, so um yeah, as far as recovering, yeah, it took me the whole week I've been here to really recover and rehydrate myself. <laughs> But no, it was a great experience. Like, again, huge thank you um, to LaShawn, to Warlock um, for just bringing me out there and being able to experience my first away game. It was definitely a different experience, you know, obviously going down there. I'm comparing it, you know, how does it pan out compared to like, you know, tailgating for a Bills game? And it was so, so different. So I rolled up there at like 9.30 thinking I'm late because if you do that in Buffalo, like you're just late, you're going to be stuck in traffic for hours. So got there, no problem. And I'm like, all right, let's go tailgate. And, you know, I'm passing through, you know, what are like the dolphin lots and it's so quiet. And I'm like, what are you people? There's like people playing dominoes and like pressing, like all these games. I'm like, what kind of tailgate is this? Like, this is not Bill's Mafia tailgate. I was like, <laughs> where's the bill? Where's the bills lot? Cause this, this isn't cool. So finally found them in the bus lot. Um, Bills backers in Miami threw a huge fun tailgate. I had the time of my life. And that was the part that felt like Buffalo. And I felt like home. And um, I really enjoyed it. And um, the game itself was fantastic. I really enjoyed where I was sitting. Um, Definitely different to watch the game and kind of take things in being there live as opposed to, you know, sitting home and watching on TV. So I appreciated that experience. But um, I kind of had a flashback. So I don't know if you guys listen to J. Cole to um, the song Love Yours. That kind of I felt that when I was down there because, you know, I won't, you know, say the verses because I'm not going to you know cuss on the pod here. But basically, you know, it made me appreciate, you know, you got to love what you have. And I felt that like when I was on this trip, I'm like, you know what, we might not have the fanciest stadium and all these, you know, cool lounges and cool concourses to hang out in. But like, I love the people that are in our stadium and I love the people that I show up with to tailgate and things like that. And it just really made me appreciate our culture that we have in Buffalo and going to Bill's game. So that was like my biggest takeaway that I'm like, you know, this is real cool. This is real fancy, but I just love, you know, what we have in Buffalo. Well, see, I can kind of relate to that. So obviously I've, I've talked about it all summer. I have season tickets to the Arizona Cardinals games out here in Phoenix and or Glendale. And um, so Sunday was the first home game. And so I didn't get a chance to like really go and do everything like I would like to have done. But some of the feedback that I can give is that, you know, going by the, the stadium, you're right. Tailgating just doesn't happen the same way it happens in Buffalo. Um, it was like, it was maybe about, 1130 the game started local time one o'clock here and so it was about 1130 12 o'clock and I'm driving by the stadium and when I tell you like there are still 
parking spaces in the actual lot. Like, wait, I, so I can just pull in and park? Like, <laughs> I could just yeah. walk in and do this? So, you know, and then you think of, like, because to me, football is like a religion. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that everywhere else. Like, growing up in Buffalo, we really have, like, this, um, I don't want to call it weird, but we have this super strong unity and, like, there comes a time when, when it's football season, all the other stuff that we probably argue about all year in Buffalo, nothing matters because we're all Bills fans and we all love each other and we all throw beers at each other when we're walking by. Like, here, you want a beer? Take it. And, you know, and it's just a big family and other cities don't have that. Can you talk a little bit about how being down there? So once you got to the Bills tailgate, because I saw some pictures and I saw some video, what was that like, you know, basically taking, you know, Bills Mafia down to South Florida and just seeing how South Beach was transformed to Orchard Park. Yeah, it basically like I felt right at like as soon as I got to the bus lot where the tailgate was going on, I felt right at home. I mean, you had, you know, people sharing drinks, sharing food, you know, people going through tables and all that, you know, crazy stuff. So it's like, I don't know. It's like to me that felt normal instead of going by, like you said, like there is empty spaces. Everyone's kind of spaced out. So it was nice to just be around everybody and to um, be able to interact. Um, Some people actually that I see in Mm -hmm. Buffalo, usually I saw up there. So that was kind of cool to see everyone, you know, just in a different city. But it was definitely fun. That's for sure. And then I got to go to Elbow Room uh, on Saturday and kind of check out that vibe, you know, the Bills Backers Bar. So I had a really fun time there as well. Yeah, I can't wait to get to some bills back. My plan for next season is to kind of do, I don't want to call it a tour, but I kind of want to get out to a bunch of bills backers bars for away games and just, you know, just really experience bills mafia on that level too. Cause I do, I agree. Like it, being in Buffalo has its own flavor, but even when you travel, we have a different thing. And um, obviously I know the bills fans take over Tennessee. Everybody's going to the Tennessee game, right? I can't uh, again, but you can't. I, I know Cheryl's is kind of on, yeah, on the fence about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we we figuring it out, but yeah, that's my stomping. Do it, around. do it, <laughs> do it, definitely do it. Well, so from what I hear, Tennessee actually literally turns into Orchard Park. Like, it's, like it's ridiculous how Bills fans do it. Kristen, did you go last year to Tennessee? No, year, I missed that one. The year before, yeah. No, I missed yeah. that one, and I I regretted it every single day since. Uh-huh. I think because the scene that we saw coming out of that place, holy moly! So when we, you know, when we circled back this year, I was like, oh, I'm not missing this one. I'm not gonna miss it yeah. this time. And I literally feel like half of you know Bill's mafia. I've heard say like, oh, I'll be in Tennessee. Oh, I'll be in Tennessee. That's I think gonna be one of the bigger games for us, you know, travel wise again this season. Well, I know you have a, a, a special love in your heart for Kansas City, but aside from Kansas City, what's one of your favorite experiences as a traveling fan? You know, because I know you've gone to to several games out of town. So yeah. what, what would be like one of your favorite places to go to as a fan? That's a tough one, because honestly, I, I've gotten I've really lucked out with the games that I've gone to. Um, okay. And they were all special in their own way. But I, I think behind obviously the Kansas city AFC ship game. Um, I was in Dallas for the Thanksgiving game and that Mm. was just, yeah, that was probably my favorite, you know, my favorite away game to date. Um, But I, you know, also I was in Pittsburgh for the clinch um, and that was a really good one. That was just kind of, I mean, Pittsburgh's six hours from here. So that was just kind of, you know, picked up last minute and with a couple of friends and decided we're going down there because we knew that we had the shot to get the clinch that game. And that was the game where they did the, um, the renegade on the sidelines, you know, with mm-hmm. Matt Barkley and the famous, yeah, and yeah. It, we were right behind that. And it, like that energy. So that was a special moment. But I think, I think it was definitely um, Dallas for me that just, oof, that was a vibe. That was a vibe. Now that, that Dallas game, the, the Thanksgiving game, I remember. So when I was in Buffalo, you got a chance to meet my grandfather. So I was actually, I watched that game with my grandfather. And I remember how, I think he, he probably, I think he bet like, you know, a thousand dollars on the game or something like that. And he was just like freaking out like every single play. And then when Josh, so like when Josh got the first down, he like, you should have saw him like the most. So everybody who hasn't, obviously not everybody gets a chance to like to meet my family and all that stuff. But like my grandfather is like this 83 year old man. And he's so he's brittle at this point. Like he's, he's thin and he's tall. So like, I just get concerned. Like anything that he does is like, Oh my God, you're going to break yourself. 
This dude was like jumping over the couch. Like he fell on the floor because he got so excited when Josh uh, got the first down on that. What was it? Fourth and one play or whatever. Like he he freaked out. And it was just like the most enjoyable time for me on a Thanksgiving to see the Bills dominate and to watch my grandfather have it. So it's it's one of those memories for me that's just like always going to be there. So, you know, it's interesting that you you say that's your one of your favorites. But what about you, Cyrils? What's one of your favorite? Um, have you? I know you've been now to two Buffalo games in Buffalo. Have you been to many away games at all? Yeah. Um, so when I I would always try to go to the Tennessee games. Uh, so I've been to a few Tennessee Titan games in Buffalo Bills. So um, that's by far one of my favorite uh, experiences. But you know, I'll be a little different here. And one of the the best times ever. The year the Ravens won the Super Bowl, I think it was in 04. No, it was 03, I think it was, when they played. They played the Cowboys in Baltimore. Man, it, it was like – that was my very first NFL game that i ever been to. So that one will always, like, be special to me. So um, and they had a new stadium. You got to see Ray Lewis come out mm-hmm. of the tunnel. I mean, hey, you really can't, you like – Yeah. joint. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> man, it doesn't matter what, you know, team you love. Like, just seeing Ray do something that iconic, like – it was just dope, man. It's just dope. So, yeah, but uh, Tennessee is legit fun. Look, if we all go, we're going to have a lot of fun. we got to do the chop up somewhere. Uh, I got connections to already a, a specific bar who said if we're coming. Um, and I know Ange said she might not be able to, to, but we might just talk and work that out. So if all four of us are there, I'm oh. telling you, it's live on It'll set. Like dope. I, I done, <laughs> I done done the hump day live. It got to be the chop up live. Like yeah. we got to chop it up live, and it's gonna be dope. Uh, so we'll finish your, your point because I don't want to move. No, on that was it. Quickly. No, that was it. That was it. So okay, well, Angel, you just talked about um, you just talked about. So was Miami your first away game, or was it your first time to the Miami stadium? Yeah, so it was my first away game ever. So obviously, okay. all the games I've gone to have been in Buffalo. But I will say, as far as another city, I'm looking forward to uh, going to New Orleans for Thanksgiving. Um, yes. When I, when I took when I found out I was going to go, um, my family called me before I even told them. They're like, "You're not going to come to Thanksgiving, are you?" I was like, "Nah, sorry." So I'm excited <laughs> going with K Gun. So we're gonna have a good time. I'm so excited. It's gonna be my first time in New Orleans. So. I've never heard of anyone going and not having, you know, the time of their life. So I'm pretty excited. We got to get like a Friendsgiving for that. We got to get like a Friendsgiving. A Mafia Friendsgiving. I'm with it. That would be be solid, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it's one of the most amazing cities in the world. And I know, you know, obviously recently they've faced some devastation with the hurricanes and um, just they just have a tough time. Seemingly, it's like almost every other year there's something major that almost destroys the city but they're so resilient and they're so strong so you know new orleans get ready bill's mafia is coming and, and we're gonna part we're gonna show y'all what a party's like so y'all better be ready for it down there in new orleans um so let's get right into it though so so last week you know it was a it was it was an impressive win it was a very impressive win uh 35 nothing the bills beat the miami dolphins and Look, I didn't expect it to go like that. Like I, I, <laughs> I thought we were going to win, but not like that. Let's start with, with K Gun here. Um, what were your first initial reactions or just thoughts to watching the game and and you know how we won the game? Man, <laughs> it was refreshing after week one. That's for sure. Um, obviously, you know, I, we had a huge defensive game. I mean, our defense was it just looked lights out. I mean, and that was. That was impressive. Um, I was excited about that. Um, I mean, there was obviously some standout players from that that I, I really, you know, I was watching Feliciano. We were all watching, you know, Matt Milano. Um, they were really great. There was even some, Poyer had some really great moments during that game as well. Some big moments. I mean, even when I was looking back at my notes, at one point in my notes, I literally just wrote the Poyer show. Like it was, I mean, he had some great times. Um then, I mean, there's a couple of things that I think we all noticed and recognized too, right? Like I, I, Josh still doesn't seem to be back to the Josh that we saw last season. We don't know what's causing that. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, obviously there was, you know, there was that image that was surfacing around um, of him sitting during the fourth quarter during a shutout and he's just so down, you know, and you can tell mm-hmm. he's frustrated on himself. Um, and I actually saw that compared to another image of him sitting on the field frustrated in, after the Houston playoff game. Um, and in that moment, it was kind of like, okay, we all know that Josh is his, his worst critic, you know, um, but I'm hoping that maybe this next game, I'm hoping the Washington game, we'll see that maybe that, 
that switch flip for him um, because I think I don't think he's regressing. Um, I think that there's just a couple of things that need to be worked out with him, and then we're going to get right back to the Josh. That's the one. Um, but I uh, I think that that's something that we can look forward to this game is that I'm hoping to see Josh have that that switch flipping and, and kind of make his comeback. And then obviously we need we need our O line to really kind of get back into that groove. Um, that was we had some issues with that again and again i don't think that this is something that we're going to experience all season but i'd like to see that change happen sooner than later so hopefully hopefully this game especially you know with washington's defense with chase young coming in so i those are some things I, i've got some a little bit of concern but I'm, I'm more excited than anything you know yeah no you make some good points because so so chase young is one of those guys that's like He's one of those guys that obviously, like, I'm very happy, now, especially after last Sunday. I'm very happy with Groot. I'm very happy with the fact that we drafted uh, Boogie. I'm very happy with the way AJ Epinesa has developed. He looks like a stud compared to the last couple yeah. years. Um, Ed Oliver looks like what I thought he would look like. He's just now able to kind of play his natural position, so he looks a lot better. Harry looks good. Um, when Star is in there, I know he had this week. I don't know how it's going to play out. You know, obviously, the injury report whatever hit his hamstring. And then he also has a groin injury injury and all this stuff. So he has to get back into the swing of things, but look, all of them are explosive. FA Obata looks great. So the, the thing is like, yeah, we, we look good. The chase young was that guy. Like, could you imagine a chase young on this defense? Come on. No. Come Holy on. So, so I'm with you. It's like, okay, I'm kind of worried about our offensive line a little bit. Dion looked a lot better last Sunday. Um, and so yeah. did actually, you know what? You actually had a take last week um, with a little bit of concern for Mongo. And you were talking about how Feliciano kind of, you know, the weight loss and um, just other things you were just kind of looking to see, or you were, you were interested in seeing his performance improving. PFF graded him out as the best or the highest rated offensive lineman for the Bills Sunday. Um, so, can you talk a little bit about how what you saw from him that made you feel like he improved or how do you feel about him right now? You know, he, um, there was a block and I, I'm trying to remember. I think it was on, uh, I think it was on motors touchdown run that I, he did this, it, the block was wild. And I was like, that, that's what we needed to see from him. That's what we need to see But again, the rest of the game, he, he just progressed and he progressed. And that's, I was so excited to see that. Um, you know, I, I was looking at some stats on him um, earlier today. He surrendered no pressures when in 36 different pass blocking reps. He let none of those through. So, like, that's a great number to see from him. He got zero penalties that game. Um, that is something else that I was like, all right, solid. So I think, you know, his head's back in the game. I think he's figuring things out. Um, I'm really excited. I was excited to see. I, I think that he's still got a little bit more to go. He's got a little bit more work to do. Um, but week over week, that was that was encouragement for sure on him. Yeah. What about you, Stros? Like, and I know we have some questions coming up for you, but as far as just what you've seen from the offensive line and, and Mongo specifically, uh, what do you what do you see as? And, and matter of fact, hold on. Let's let's pause for a second. Let's kind of let the air out. I feel like we're being very professional. I love y'all. We family, and this is supposed to be the chop up. Let's chop it up. Let's let's <laughs> let's relax, okay? Let's relax. Sterles, what do you what do you think? Like, what what did you see in Mongo over the weekend that made you say, okay, maybe maybe this guy is back? Yeah, um, I don't know if he's back yet because you know I think the test is going to be this weekend. I mean, you're talking about you know Chase Young and Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Matt Ioannidis, Montez Sweat. I mean, these guys are dogs, and so it's going to be. It's going to be like a massive fight when you look at the individual matchups. I mean, Chase Young doesn't even line up on the right side all the time. You know, he kind of switches, so he's going to get a lot of Darrell Williams and Deion. So, you know, I want to see how those kind of match up. But, you know, he's going to be facing Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen is one of the biggest, most strong and fierce user of his hands that you're going to find this season in terms of a matchup-wise. And so we're going to be able to see a real test of where Mongo is now. Uh, so 
he gonna have his he gonna he, he gonna have his hands full i ain't gonna lie like i'm a little nervous about it but at the same time if they kind of stick to the script of last week you know we saw them i kind of mentioned it in the show last week where you know this offensive line can start moving forward instead of doing a lot of the zone concepts you know the pin and pull you know just getting out and, mm-hmm. and, and putting a hat on somebody I think that might alleviate some of, you know, the the just straight bull rushes and and letting guys get their hands on them. So I am encouraged by the offensive line in total as a unit this past week, but they're not going to face a defensive line like they're going to face this week. So it's going to be a major test for sure. Yeah, it's it's going to be a big deal. Before I um before I get Angie's take on that real quick, I, I got to pause for a quick second, and I got to shout out my people over at at uh, justincasebags.net. Well, really, it's Justin Case Bags, but go over to the website at justincasebags.net. They have something for everybody. The bags are filled with goodies you may need for freshening up at work, after gym session, or just you know a little sneaky link like we like to do as grown folk. You know what I'm saying? Like this weekend, actually, it's another home game. Home opener, I saw some stuff. And what I'm saying is you might need to get one of these just-in-case bags to throw in the car. So after the tailgate, you don't have to go all the way back downtown when you really just need to get to West Seneca to get with your boo thing. Ladies, this is what's in the bag. You got soap, tissues, mouthwash, toothpaste, deodorant. Look, everything you need for a night out besides, you know, I know you still need to take some clothes, a little change of clothes. But this is all you need. And, fellas, they got something for us, too. You know me with the, with the braids. I got to have a do-rag. I got to have a soap. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to talk about the other stuff. Y'all can see what it is because, again, we need it for when it's time for the get down. Now, back to the regularly scheduled program. Ange. Man, I don't know. That's tough to follow, all that stuff. <laughs> I'm just know. saying. I think these just-in-case bags are dope, though. Real talk. I know like, I know that Absolutely. they're technically a sponsor now. But just the concept and idea of this is like, yo, like you don't have to like it has everything you need it has deodorant it has lotion shower cap toothbrush um all types of stuff and you know and it has some you know when you have the fun time if if you don't trust the person you're going to be with and you got little you know you got some protection in there for yourself always protect the quarterback you gotta protect the quarterback okay and and so look we got a good offensive line in there yeah, be the real MVP. We got a good offensive line in these little bags here. So y'all make sure y'all y'all go check it out. And and like I said, the website is justincasebags.net. Go check it out. And I'm just telling you, I, 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 next week I'm going to show you the bag. I got it over here, but it's, it's a little out of my reach at the moment. But, Ange, Washington, wh- what, are you, what are your concerns? Do you have any concerns? Do you think this is going to be a dog walk? What's going on? You know, I think I'm kind of kind of where Stills is at. I think it's definitely going to be a test. You know, I definitely saw some progress compared to week one. That made me feel a little bit better. You know, obviously, I said it's a little bit different watching it in a stadium as opposed to, you know, sitting watching it at home. But, you know, I think especially like someone like Dion, I think, you know, I know we were worried about him with how, you know, he was trying to recover from COVID and trying to get back to, you know, where he needs to be. I thought he looked a lot better. So I'm excited. I think he's going to keep trending in the right direction um but man i'm nervous but i think we can do it i really do all right i'm which i mean i I feel like we're gonna win i don't think it's and i know we're gonna do predictions in a little bit but i don't Mm -hmm. think it's gonna be obviously a 35 nothing like we just saw i think it's gonna be a little bit closer of a game i think defense is gonna control a lot of it but Mm -hmm. i'm excited i think josh is gonna i think we're gonna see more of what we saw last season from josh than we have so far to this point Steros, can we talk a little bit real quick about um, the quarterback situation out there in, in Washington? Because obviously everybody's favorite quarterback outside of Josh Allen plays for Washington, being Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he actually went down with an injury. So we're not going to see our favorite ex you know, quarterback, our favorite ex-boyfriend slash girlfriend, however you're looking at it. <laughs> I always give the well, I always give the analogy. I say like Fitz is the girl, the girlfriend that you know, like she ain't gonna be the wife. She ain't going to treat me right. Every time I invest everything I got in her, she just breaks my heart. That's Fitz. But she got that special place. Like, she might have been you your love, first love. You love her talk. no matter what. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> like, you know, she did me so dirty, but I just love her. And that's Fitz. Bills fans, they loved him when he played for the Jets, dude. Come on. We loved him when he played. You had Bills fans rooting for the Jets when they weren't playing against the Bills. You're not wrong. Nah, you ain't wrong, man. Wrong. No lies detected. She, Fitz is like that girl you can call, like, hey, girl. It's like, 
it's like one, you'd be like, what's up? What you doing? Like, you know, she sleeps. That's fits. You know what I'm saying? You want to like, come play? You want to yeah. come and then, play? <laughs> and then he feeds into it. And you know, he because you're right. She wakes up for you at one o'clock, too. She ain't even mad that you calling her at one. At That's fits. Like, he doing interviews. And they're like, you know, what's your favorite city to play? Man, there's nothing like Buffalo. Come on, Fitz. Come on, Fitz. My know, heart right, is doing right, the Grinch. Right. It's doing the Grinch thing. Like, it's growing like eight levels bigger. And it's like, Fitz, you already got me, man. Like, you don't like, like stop. Stop. And it's like he still got a plate at the cookout. He still invited a family oh, dinner. Oh, girl. Like, <laughs> he coming through. And then, Line and then the night. so my, my whole point in saying that is like, okay, so everybody was excited. Like Fitz is coming back to Buffalo. Oh, my God. Now it's Taylor Heineke. <laughs> what do you think about Taylor, man? What, what, how do you feel like? Because last week he impressed me. He definitely impressed me. But what are you, what are you looking at going into this game? Do you feel like? You know, is Heineke's job to lose now after what we saw? I thought he was the better of the two options going into the season. Yeah, I where mean, are you at? Yeah, uh, Heineke is a he's a decent quarterback. I mean, this is a dude that went undrafted. I think he went to the University of Richmond or something like that. He's always kind of had the chip on his shoulder. He's kind of uh, very reminiscent of Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're kind of identical in a sense. Just Fitzpatrick went to a damn Ivy League school. I was about to say, did you know he went to Harvard? Yeah, right. Exactly. Did he did he go to Harvard? Was it yeah? He went Harvard, to Harvard, you know. And he, he scored like an amazing score in his wonder look. Did, did you know that? I didn't know that. It's crazy. Yeah, we never know. Oof. Oof. Mind blown. <laughs> but no, nah, he's a he's one of those, he's one of those gritty guys. Um, you know, I think Washington views him as their bridge quarterback. You know, they want to give him a shot to see what he could do. I mean, he played very well in the uh in the playoffs last year against Tampa, took him to the brink. You know, this is a guy who he's athletic. He doesn't have a strong arm, uh, but what he does do, he gets rid of the ball very quickly um, mm-hmm. and he can, and he can make plays on the move. So it's not one of those things like, okay, the bills are coming in facing a, a backup quarterback. He's a little bit better than the backup quarterback. I, I in my opinion, uh, you know, he's smart with the ball. He doesn't have many turnovers. Um, so, you know, as fans, and the Bills especially can't go in here just thinking, oh, yeah, this is Jacoby Brissett or this is Tua back there because this is a totally different ball game. Now, I do think that, um, you know, I don't see him beating the Bills this week. I don't, I don't think his performance is going to be that great where he's just going to be slinging it on the yard. But he can make plays. Um, he likes to – he's one of those guys where he likes to, you know, if he sees his first read, he's going to he's gonna find his first read. Um, you know, he doesn't uh, – I think he struggles when it comes to, you know, reading the defense and and, and trying and, and making those tight window throws, you know, so you're going to see him, you know, I think he's really good, you know, line of scrimmage to 10 yards, to 10 to 12 yards, anything beyond that, he's going to, his accuracy isn't all that great. So um, they, they want to get the ball out in space. I think he's uh, one of the leading quarterbacks in the NFL when it terms of uh, his completion percentage, when it comes to screen passes and things behind the line of scrimmage. So you're going to see a lot of the window dressing from them guys in motion and, and, you know, the jet sweep action, you know, they run watching the film. They, they do a lot of, you know, two by two sets. So that's two wide receivers on one side, two on the other four wide receivers or they'll mix Logan Thomas in. And then, you know, you got a back like Antonio Williams who could just do it all. You know, this is a six foot two back. He runs a four, three, nine, and he's strong. I mean, he's just a damn good player. So they do present some challenges uh, offensively, but um, they are, in a sense, they're kind of limited because if you take away Terry McLaurin, they really don't have much of anything else in terms of uh, wide receivers. Adam Humphreys is is the average, you know, slot guy and, and the Iami Browns are rookie. So, you know, the Bills, if they rem- you know, if they replicate what they did last week in terms of pressure and the blitz off the edge. And then, you know, if we let the offense, I mean, defensive line do their thing, I think it's going to be another recipe for success. Well, real quick, as a follow up to what you just said, because um, you mentioned Logan Thomas, and obviously he's one of the guys that I'm sure a lot of Bills fans, including myself, feels like he's one of the ones that got away. Um this season, we it doesn't seem like we've had the issues covering tight ends like we did last season. Last season, we got cooked. Like, um, Kasiki from Miami last season destroyed us. Um, like, I can probably, if I really sit here and think about it, obviously Travis Kelsey destroyed us. But, you know, it seems like so far, these two games that we played, the Bills have done a good job with with covering tight ends. Logan Thomas to me is on a different level than the guys that we faced in Miami and the guys that we faced in Seattle or uh, in Pittsburgh. 
what do you what are your thoughts on him at this point? Because he's developed into a damn good tight end. Yeah, Logan Thomas is. Uh, I think he's a he's a smart player. This is a former quarterback, so he understands the, the route combinations and and timing where he needs to be. Um, but Mike Gesicki is better than I think any tight end the Bills have faced thus far. I mean, Mike Gesicki is that dude. Uh, and the thing that I, the thing that I noticed differently about this uh the linebackers in terms of coverage against tight ends is the communication is way better than it was last year you know between matt milano and and tremaine edmonds and then you know when you can rely on your defensive line to do their job and apply pressure you know that does lessen the time where you you have to cover so one of the really cool plays last week you saw a lot of times you saw tremaine edmonds your guy uh he would mirror gasecki in coverage and he pass him off you know what i'm saying and and so Exactly. Exactly. Body count. So they're kind of passing these these tight ends off, you know, and, and, uh, you know, you see the safeties come in and help and so forth. So the game plan that they have in terms of stopping tight ends, I I think and this is this might be something, you know, we could talk about as we move forward. But I think this defense really prepared themselves of being able to shut down the Kansas City Chiefs the way that they're playing and the, and the kind of the fronts that they're, that you're seeing, you know, I think this is the game plan. Like this is what you're going to see moving forward. And we expected Matt Milano and Tremaine Evans to be able to come in. That's why they've been drafted at athletic linebackers is to be able to run foot, you know, foot speed with, with some of the best tight ends in the league. So I don't know what it was last year. What was the injury communication wise? They just didn't have all the pieces necessary on defense and offense on defensive line. So, um, I think they're going to shut Logan Thomas down. I mean, honestly, I do not expect him to have more than four catches. You know, they're, they, they're going to shut him down. Logan Thomas is not one of those uh, great ath- athletic guys. You know, he's average foot speed in terms of NFL, uh, you know, tight ends. So I think you're going to see them get physical with him. You know, now it, it depends on, you know, if they throw it to him and, you know, point and catch, he's really good at that high pointing balls and so forth. But anything outside of that, they're going to be all on him. So, I, I look forward to this defense, uh, you know, particularly Tremaine Evans to keep excelling in uh, man coverage. Bodies. 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 Yeah. Hashtag see something, say something. Road talk. Matter of fact, right now it's time for the body count segment. My man Tremaine Edmonds out here catching bodies every single week. And so what I've done and what I'm going to continue to do throughout the season is keep a tally of the damn murders that he's committing on live television on national TV. That's what I'm going to do. So week one, my man Tremaine Edmonds caught three bodies. Three bodies on week one. So week two, let's see what my man did. I did the tallying up. My man has a total for the season right now of seven doggone bodies. He done killed seven men on national TV. Hashtag, hashtag bodies. See something, say something. See something, say something. Let's go. I got a whiteboard on my fridge. I'm just going to start keeping those tallies on there, and I'll have it next week, and we can see what we (laughs) add. Keep a damn tally, and I want y'all to I keep up you. with me because because I'm telling y'all is is look Tremaine and and I know I'm saying this jokingly and I'm having fun with it, but but in reality, the thing is, all summer I've been having to deal with these like just these these negative just mean people with Tremaine, and everybody wants to say that oh he he shouldn't even have got the fifth year option. What are you freaking kidding me? So now you want to get rid of a guy because he's 20. And I know I'm not using the, the age thing as a, as an excuse for him. But what I'm saying is we have guys that we drafted in our rookie class that's older than 23 years old. So you're going to let go of a guy who basically spent his college years in the NFL. So he has reps that are way more valuable than a lot of the reps that these guys in college have had. Cause now he has actual game experience he understands the speed he understands what it takes to be great in the nfl now he's just getting it to the point where he's putting it to get, like his body his mental and and his knowledge of the game everything is just starting to be natural so for me it's like i enjoy watching him catch these bodies like you know and i'm joking about snitching i ain't gonna snitch on my dude that's my dog i'm not snitching on tremaine but <laughs> listen he, he's 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 getting people did you did you catch any of the body sunday Kristen? i did I caught a couple of them. I caught and I, instantly. I was like, hashtag 
didn't text you though. I was too busy. <laughs> you were sleeping. You got to text me when that happens. You got to text me. Hey, hey you got to throw some uh, respect on my guy Matt Milano too, man. That, both of them are catching bodies. Like Matt yeah. Milano. The, yeah. The, the two see, of them. Here, here's the thing. First of all, you're right. I got to put some respect on Matt Milano's name. But the thing is, I don't disrespect Matt Milano. For sure. And I think he gets love, and it's part of it is because he's handsome. I understand, like, the dude is beautiful, right? First of all, wait, time out, pause. I mean, so we went yeah. to this Jordan Poyer um, a few weeks back, like at the opener or the week before the opener, actually. Uh, we all went to, you weren't there, you were supposed to be there, Sterling, whatever. I'm not going to talk about that. We all went to the Jordan Poyer movie premiere for uh, the kid from Astoria, right? So they're coming up the doggone escalator, and I swear, I look over to Kristen, and I'm like, how the hell is Matt more handsome in person? Like, this dude, mm-hmm. like, yo, on TV, mm-hmm. he looks like a freaking Greek god, but in person, he's like a Greek god, he's the Christian god, he's the Roman god, like any type of god, you just put it together, and that's, that's, and I'm like, okay, I'm jealous. And he was like, literally wearing a t-shirt. He was wearing a t-shirt. And here's, you know, there's you in a tux. Here's, you know, all these, everybody's in suits and Matt Milano mm-hmm. walks in, in in a t-shirt and everybody's heads were still turned in. Like, and my insecurities just went kiss. to the roof. You know what I mean? Like my insecurities just went like, all right, it's over. Like, what are you doing here? What, why do you have on a tuxedo right now, Spence? Like, that's what my insecurity said to me. And this dude had on a t-shirt. But to your point, you're right. I got to put respect on his name. But the reason why I go so hard for Tremaine is because I feel like, like when, when, Milano signed his contract, you, you know, his extension with us. Everybody was excited that he came back and everybody was like, oh, he deserves it. He de-. People don't feel like Tremaine deserved that fifth year option. And to me, that's insane. So, yeah. So, nah. yeah, I mean, shout out to Matt, but no, nah, my, my dog Tremaine is Tremaine campaign. Oh, Tremaine's dope, man. You And you see the improvement uh, week to week. You know, we I think you and I talked about this offline, Spence. We, we were talking about how, you know, I felt like Matt, not Matt Milano, but Tremaine Edmonds kind of hit rock bottom in terms of his mental processing in the game. Mm-hmm. And you can see him just playing. He's just playing right now. He He's not overthinking stuff. He's just playing. And this is this is the guy that they drafted. This is the dude that they've been waiting for right here. Yeah. Like, And he he's living up. He's going to live up to every expectation. People who are reasonable about it and not expecting him to be Luke Keekley, but let this man grow. Let's let's see what he turns out to be, what he makes his career to be. Because when you watch him on film in the first two games, man, he's doing everything you need him to do and some. Like, you know, he's he's closing in and he's, you know, he's not being just an arm tackler, but he's laying force with these hits, like this body count that you got going on. I mean, the dude is doing everything he's supposed to. And I think the the most impressive thing that he's doing. It's his pass coverage, man. He he's been all over the joint. Like, you know, he's running with wide receivers. Like, Tremaine is running with wide receivers. This is a six foot five, two hundred and forty pound linebacker. You talk about Greek god. Hell, hey, Tremaine is from Wakanda, bro. That dude, <laughs> hey, that my guy is out there running like he, hey, he getting it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, all the respect goes to Tremaine, man. I love what I'm seeing from him right now. He is well, a tall man. I remember seeing him at the Jordan Poyer event, and I just even me being it. I mean, I'm not very tall to begin with, but we're not going to get into that. But even me and he, <laughs> seeing him, I'm like, that is a real tall man. Like, wow. I mean, aside from the Greek guy, but like, wow. Like, like you said, like the fact that he is out there the running monster. on Rodney Peter. Shout out to him. Tremaine Solid. Tremaine Solid. So, real quick, I want to take another break. We can get back to talking football in a second, but um, I I want to send a shout out real quick to Kristen. Yo, I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of of what the babes are doing. Y'all doing some crazy things in Buffalo, and I know Angelina now. Actually, so wait, congratulations, Angelina is now. Um, what is your official role with the babes? Um, I'm an admin now. Turn up. Uh, well, you no, yeah. no, don't. You've done enough turning up in Miami. <laughs> But congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> so, it. We're so we're so, so glad. You know, it, we it grew so quickly. We needed some help and, and Angelina's been there, you know, from the beginning with us and it just it made sense. And so we're so, so, so excited to uh have her have her alongside of us. Well, the other the thing that I was going to talk about um, before I thought about it and said, wait a minute, congratulations. Y'all <laughs> have a, a very peculiar. Not, I don't want to say peculiar, but you have a very good partnership right now and um i kind of want to talk about it real quick you have the big berry bean 
uh, sour coming out. And, and you have a um, October 10th. You're going to be doing a premiere uh, at, at Resurgence, I believe, right? We are. So um, the the beer launch itself, we're actually going to have a, a watch party for the Kansas City Chiefs game. Um, it's going to start at 7 p.m. You know, there's no tickets at the door or anything. Um, but essentially, I, I believe that it's going to be a dollar from every pint of that beer sold will go directly into the Bill's Mafia Babes Foundation, which for the month of October, um, we're pushing funds over to Haley Bean's uh, Bill's Mafia Foundation. So everything that we can generate during the month of October, we'll go over to her to help, you know, and they're doing all sorts of really cool stuff with that. They're, you know, paying for things for these animals that are in the SPCA. They're paying for adoption fees. They're helping to make sure that these animals get adopted. So we're jumping behind her and we're going to support her on that foundation for the month of October. And the big thing for us for that one is definitely going to be the launch party along with uh, the beer sales for a uh, big berry bean instead of big baller bean. <laughs> and you know, and, and you know, Spence love the dog. So I, you know, that, that kind of tugs at the heartstrings for me, but can I just say how dope it is that y'all kind of y'all got the glasses on there? Like, like the glasses just fit because that's Brandon all day, right? You know, when we were kind of like generating ideas for the like, the name and the label and everything like that, you know, we, at first we kind of decided it was going to be a berry sour, and then you know the girls and I started brainstorming names, and we came up with some really awful ones, which we're not even going to talk about right now. Before <laughs> we came up with that one, um, you know, Josh Allen's bathwater was in the mix for that. Like, if we want. <laughs> I'm telling you, there were some bad ones, right? Can you imagine, like, walking up to somebody and be like, what are you drinking, Josh Allen, water? <laughs> but, no, so we went with Big Berry Bean. We figured that that would probably be a little bit better than uh, yeah. Josh Allen's bathroom. A little more advertising for people to want to do. <laughs> right. Well, we did um, actually get to help make it as well, which was a really yes, cool experience to actually be part of mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So that, that was, was cool. that's fun. That was fun. That was a good day. That was it was awesome. yeah, and that was that was cool to watch. I didn't participate, but I was able to watch and observe. And and you ladies, I'm telling you, I'm just so um, I'm grateful to have this this friendship and partnership with you. Everything that you guys are doing, it it, it makes me proud to be you know doing all, a lot of the things that I'm doing. So so just keep keep Thank doing you. it. Keep keep it up. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate so that. now back to this game because we, we got about 20, 15 to twenty minutes left of this. So um, let's let's kind of first let's let's roll with some some score predictions or, or do you, do, do we want to do the Josh Allen uh, stat line prediction first? Oh man. Wait, can I throw in another prediction that we can all do this one? Sure. Can we do a prediction on uh, the number of times that the announcers are going to mess up Freudian slip calling John Allen, Josh Allen, because that already happened last game in a game that they weren't playing Buffalo in. Like, and I think it's going to happen again. I think we should make a chop up drinking game, and every week, yeah, we'll just like a bingo board. Yeah, we'll yeah. do a chop up bingo board, and we'll yeah. release it. Y'all see how excited Angie got? Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> what am I? The chop up alcoholic? Is that what y'all are trying to tell me? Hey, y'all remember no. that movie, Old School? Right? We're going streaking. <laughs> That's Angie. Frank no, Angie. Look, we love it. But the thing is, so so last weekend when you jumped in, and then when Ashley was like in the room with you, it was just like, yo, you could tell, like, yo, Angie's lit right now. <laughs> It just lit. It's not a bad way. Absolutely. It was awesome. It was the yeah. my, it was the highlight of the show, if you ask me. It was. <laughs> it was. The, the last it was. the last five minutes made the show. We was like, oh, this is dope. This is dope. <laughs> we were all jealous of you. All of us yeah. were jealous. <laughs> we were just living vicariously through you. So we're oh, just I was all drinking happy for y'all, that's for sure. I was drinking for all of y'all, that's for certain. <laughs> Uh, you, you had enough shots for her. Hey, and then Ashley, and then Ashley jumps in, and she's just like, "Yeah, sure, I think the draft's gonna win." And I, I was like, "What?" <laughs> Yo, I loved it. I was like, "Ash is tore up," and I love every bit of it. Hey, you do that too well, bro. You do that too well. I used to have an alcoholic issue, so I was, you know, I, I kind of, I've migrated to marijuana, so I'm a lot more chill. But, <laughs> but the slur thing was a whole that was part of who I was, man. I was out here. Hey, I was out it, here wrong. And she had that grin on her face, like she did. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she was wilding, but I love every bit of it. I love every bit of it. So, but yeah, Kristen, 
first started next week. Yeah, I'm gonna hopefully I can get ten minutes during the week where I can make like a bingo board every week. I want I want to do that. Yeah, let's do it. But yeah, they are absolutely gonna mess up John and Josh's name. They absolutely are. They are. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, what's your over under on that? Oh, are you asking me? Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. Okay, so I, I admittedly, I'm right. not good at figuring out over unders. I think it's gonna happen three times at least, three? minimum. Yeah. Okay. Where are you minimum. at, Ange? I think two. Two times. Sterles. I'm gonna go with three. I, I, I'm three. Solid three. I don't know who's calling it. I got maybe I can look it up real quick. I don't know who's calling the game. Depending on who's calling the game, I think they'll correct it after one time. Because like when they said it last week during the broadcast, they did do it, and then he was like, oh, and then he like made sure you understood it was John. He like the next time he was like, and Jonathan Allen, like he said, it's so strong, <laughs> so proper. <laughs> yeah, he's he dropping so the middle name. name. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, full government like, okay. name. So I, I think that you know, I Not think Joshua Patrick. Out. Actually, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'll look up to see who's calling the game. But but uh, so now let's get to our score predictions. Um, obviously, I'm sure we all think the Bills are going to win, right? Yeah. Are we ever going to have a quiet. week where, where, where are we ever going to have a week where we're like, nah, this isn't our game? Oh, I, I got well, some. Will you? Because I, 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 yeah. I feel like so far every single game we're all like, nope, we're winning. Well, so for this week, actually, in the preseason and, you know, when I do my my schedule prediction for the year, I actually had us losing this week. But I had us losing this week with the understanding that Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback. And I do think that Taylor Heineke is better than Fitz. But I think that the experience Fitz has would would pay dividends for him in the game. I don't think Tyler Heineke is going to be able to. I I just don't think he's going to be able to beat this defense. Yeah. But I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick has some experience that would have allowed him to kind of, oh, I've seen this type of thing before. I got right. you. Yep. I, so so that for that reason, um, I had us, but I had us coming into this game 2-0 and uh, as well. So now I feel like that loss that was going to be Washington, it, it just got ate up. It got soaked up by um, Pittsburgh. So I'm still at 2-1 and one at this point of the season. But I, now I just see the Bills, you know, they're going to pick up some momentum after Sunday, at least in my opinion. But you're right. We all are like Bills okay. winning every week. Every week we win. <laughs> I mean, maybe you know. Again, obviously, like we all want them to win. And but every week we're all like, yeah, Bills. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Because well, I mean, yeah. but like right now it's legit. But but it's like they're so. You want to be like that every week. You want to be like, mm-hmm. okay, Bills just got. But then it's like. And and we don't have to go into it now because we are limited on time now. But it's like there's always the expectation, but then it's the reality. And it's like, man, you know, there's a good reason for concern amongst fans why, you know, Josh hasn't played up to what we thought he would play. And I know we just talked about it already, so we don't have to get back into it. And, you know, yeah, the defense looks good. But, you know, week one, Levi got he got targeted and he got beat up pretty bad. Now, week two, he bounced back with an interception. But. You know, it, it, what I'm saying is there are reasons. I still have a slight concern about special teams. And I know Isaiah McKenzie, week one, he had that great opening return and had a great punt return. I have concerns about the team. I don't think the team by any means is perfect. I think we still have the issue with the running game that we had last year that I was upset about all year. Sterles would tell you I was getting beat up a lot in my comments because I kept saying, yeah, Josh is playing like an MVP, but we still need a running game when you get into the playoffs. Then we get into the playoffs and then what happens? You need a running game. game. So it's just like, and I'm not saying like I'm always right, but those were my concerns. And I still have the same concerns that I had last year. Yeah, it's valid. Sorry for that rant. Yeah, sorry for the rant. It's valid, man. But, you know, I, I, you just hope that, that Dable kind of, you know, doesn't overthink stuff. I feel like he's overthinking everything right now. Like get back to, Mm -hmm. get back to what, made this offense really good last year, right? And I think Josh kind of alluded to that, um, you know, in the presser, even this week, talking about how, you know, he's, you know, when Dable, in the beginning of the second half, when Dable started calling plays that he was familiar with, you saw some rhythm, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I, I just hope that they can get back to having some type of rhythm. But I do like the fact that I think, you know, I talked about this on on uh, overreaction on Sunday. Is that they are preparing themselves for the playoffs, like trying to be more physical up front, running the football, and they you have like you alluded to, Spence. You have to be able to do those things. You can't just go five wide, just throw it all over the yard all day, right? So um, there has to be a balance. So hopefully, Dable doesn't overthink it. They can get back to what they're doing, 
And that's going to lead into my prediction. I'm going to tell you what the score is going to be. I'm excited about this. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Listen, the suspense is killing us. Y'all know I'm not like crazy like Bill's homer, right? Yeah, I I try to keep it real, but I think the Bill's going to get at him this week, 38 to 13. Big. Ooh, Ooh, okay. Mm. I have my reasons why. I have my reasons why. I need to hear them, damn it. I need to hear these reasons. Okay, so for for starters, you're facing a really aggressive Washington defense from the edges, right? So Montez Sweat, Mm -hmm. you know, you got your guy, uh, Chase Young. You know, they are not really good uh, in their pass rush lanes because they're so just crazy about trying to get to the quarterback. So when you do that, what you're going to do is you're going to leave lanes for Josh Allen to to create offense that way. He's going to get out of the pocket. He's going to get rid of the ball, right? Mm -hmm. Their defense is not very good in the middle of the field. They got two linebackers that, you know, they they run a 3-4, but their linebackers aren't very good in coverage. And then you have Landon Collins, who's more of a box safety. And then you you have another unproven safety right next to him. So – I think they're going to be able to exploit the middle of this of this of this defense, and, and we all know that Josh Savin loves the middle of the field, the short, the intermediate, right? I think they're mm-hmm. going to they're going to they're going to tear him up over the middle. Watch, and it's only going to open up the seams on the outside. So um, that's why I think that you know we're going to see big points production out of this Bills offense. So you know, again, misdirection is going to be you know Isaiah McKenzie in the backfield, kind of you know showing different looks and so forth, kind of. What it's going to do is going to take those defensive ends. It's going to make them slow down a bit because they're, they're going to have to account for what's on the outside. You know, I look look forward to seeing like the draw game with Devin Singletary coming to fruition because you know now it's going to kind of spread out those edges, right? And so hopefully we can see some running lanes uh, up the middle and so forth. Now it all depends on what the line is able to do from a blocking standpoint. But this is a as much as everybody says that this is a terrible matchup for the Bills in terms of defensively. I'm going to go all the way on the opposite side and say Josh Allen can exploit this defense. He just can. And I, I think the linebackers for Washington, they are not very good in coverage. They're going to get exploited. Okay. I'm hoping you're right. Like, I, you know, I, um, I'll i get to mine. I think I gave, well, I gave mine Wednesday on the Hump Day Hotline. But um, it wasn't, I mean, I had us winning. But it wasn't like that. So uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's no, go I love my guy, but he crazy tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> you might be right. If you're right, I'll be the first one. You know me. Like, when I'm wrong, I'm the first one to jump on there and be like, yo, I apologize publicly. But I just, I don't. Okay. All right. That's the, I hope. I hope, bro. What you got, K-Gun? I'm a lot uh, – other end from, from Sterles on this one. Um, <laughs> I put this a lot closer of a game, which now – I will give you, though, you had some points. Like, now I'm double-thinking myself. You had some points. Because, I mean, I this is something I think about for a minute before I come on here. And so I already have it written down, and I'm not going to change it now. So I'm, I'm going with 2017 Bills. 2017, so a three-point game. Yeah. Do you think it comes down to the wire like Tyler Bass kicks at the end of the game, or do you think it's one of those things where, like, they're kind of trying to play catch-up and they just can't quite I think it's going to be them playing catch-up. Yeah, I think it's the second okay. one on that one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So yeah. so we got – on one end, we got Sterling like, yo, we're going to blow these boys out. We're going <laughs> to bust that ass. And then on the other end, you got Kristen like, eh, three-point game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're, gonna, we're on opposite ends of the spectrum this week. One and a half. <laughs> All right, where you at, Ange? What you at with it? I'm a little closer to Sterl, so I actually said 35-17 Bills. 35-17. Okay. All right. Well, I went I went 24 to 13. Ooh. And so Ooh. I feel like I'm closer to, to Kristen's side, but at the same time, I, I give the Bills a little bit more um, – you know, a little bit more of a cushion as far as the margin of victory. I think the defense still does a good job with with limiting points. I think, you know, to be honest, if they get it, if they do get the touchdown that I'm saying they're going to get, I think it's going to be because something happens like, you know, uh, fun, I, I hate turnovers, but I mean, you know, it's part of the game. So I feel like if they capitalize on a turnover or a special teams play, they'll have some good field position and, you know, get that touchdown. But for the most part, I think our defense is going to shut down Taylor Heineke. But I also think that Josh is going to have a day. 
I think it's going to be Josh. I don't think it's going to be the running backs. I think Devin Singletary is going to be um, what we've seen from. I know last Sunday everybody was like, see, Devin RB1. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. I watched the same game that everybody else did. I saw a great play where he ran for 46 yards on one touch. And then I saw a very mediocre running back for the remainder of the game. I saw uh, Zach Moss down in the red zone do the damn thing and get the ball in there. But at the same time, I still don't see an RB1 on this roster. So I think it's going to be Josh Allen doing it so he's gonna have three touchdowns whether it's two in the air and one on the ground or three in the air i think it's a josh day and i think um i think they're gonna try to flex and let tyler get that 65 yard you know i think they're gonna try to let him break that record this week so that's where i'm at that's my hot take too i think tyler bass is going to um capitalize on the day and i think he's going to to break the nfl record for the longest field goal in nfl history dang i like it i like it I'm just saying okay. that's that's where I'm at. Okay. I don't hate it. Oh, <laughs> up old predictions. I was right about Gregory Rousseau's two sacks. You were, and I was right about Josh's stat line. Yeah. Just saying. You were. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So we're we, we doing big things over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Y'all might, you know saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all might want to pay attention to the chop up crew because we know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean. But hey, we gonna get on, go ahead and uh, get. I know we just we goofy. But um, we're going to get on out of here. But before we do, um, you know how I always do everything. So why don't we uh, hit that round round table one more time. We'll start with Ange and go all the way around to Sturrows and then Kristen. Let everybody know where they can find you on the socials, find your content, or if you got anything special coming up, any type of um, – I know, Kristen, you have some fundraisers that we that you might want to promote or something. So, yeah, just, just let everybody know what we got going on, and then we'll get on out of here and, and let everybody finish enjoying their Saturday nights. Yeah, so I'll be a lot more coherent this week instead of, you know, learn a little bit last week. But uh, yeah, so on Twitter, I'm BillsBabe716, and I'm on Instagram as Angelina0x. Um, as far as events, I'm going to let K-Gun take it away because obviously we've got the same events coming up together. Got you. So um, you can find me at, at Kimmick86 um, on Twitter. You can also find the Bills Mafia Babes at, at Bills Mafia Babes. Um, you can find them on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook underneath that handle. Um, coming up, we do have that uh, the beer launch party, which is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs game um, on 10-10. On 10-3, we are still just kind of solidifying the location, but we are going to be putting on a Bills Mafia Babes tailgate for the Texans game in Orchard yeah. Park. Uh, we've got a... a we have this this friend of ours that has this massive Bills smoker, and he's bringing that out. He's going to cook all the barbecue for the Texans game. Um, we're, you know, it'll be a bring your own beer sort of thing. We're working on DJ. We're going to have a good time that game. So we'll keep details posted on that one. Um, and I think I know I'm forgetting something as well, but we'll we'll stay with those for right now. <laughs> Okay. It, yeah. Look, if y'all haven't tailgated with the babes, I'm gonna just tell y'all it's something y'all need to do. It's <laughs> Sterling can tell you, uh, it's, it's it's definitely a thing. Like you definitely wanna, you definitely wanna make this tailgate happen with the babes. Uh, Sterles, what what what? Uh, where can we find you? What content you got going on? And you know, there's anything you want to talk about, real quick? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'm Sterles for the girls, you know, and I'm looking hey, for uh, hey. my little my little mama. So one of them babes, one of y'all babes out there, hit your boy up in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> they go down in the DM. They go down. They go down in the DM. Hey. 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 I already know. Nah, nah, so, <laughs> you know, Sterles after dark. Love um, <laughs> But uh, oh hey, but not, dark. <laughs> my Twitter handle is at Furrow Sterling. You can find me on cover one. You know, I'm usually more buttoned up uh, when I'm on my network, you know, whatever. But uh, I, do, I do the hoof live on Tuesday nights. But yeah, man, my my job is to bring a little comedic value and a little bit of film and knowledge and just kick it and chop it up with my people. I love y'all, man. You guys make this so much fun. Seriously. Pleasure. <laughs> Well, I love doing this with y'all. It's, it's, it's week three, and so this is the third time we got a chance to do this, and I, I'm looking forward to the other 14 during the season, and, and hopefully we have – well, you know what? 13, because I'm not doing this with y'all on Christmas. I'm just saying. I love y'all, but nah. I thought that was my Christmas present was being with y'all, no? Right, what? I mean, we can be together. No, we could kick it, but the chop-up – we can we can have a chop-up Christmas. We can, we can do that. This time is fine. It's fine. Oh, I like it. I like it. Y'all we'll, we'll want to do a out. show on Christmas? <laughs> I mean, I'm game. A Christmas, I mean, do it. 
That'll be dope. Who ain't nobody else doing nothing on Christmas except for us? Right. Everybody in their family can watch us. Stock me up with some eggnog. Let's go. I I got you. We got to figure out the timing because the the Arizona Cardinals play against the Seattle Seahawks on Christmas and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be at that joint. So, but that's not saying nothing. I can still, all right, we'll figure it out. So we might have all 14 coming. Look, it's your boy, Jay Spencer King. I represent this Buffalo Rumblings YouTube and podcast network. I do want to say next week, I'm excited. We got a special guest coming on the show with us. I got my homegirl, Victoria, from the Football Guys Mailbag Show. She's a fantasy football expert, and she actually, like, when I say she does the damn thing, she does it. We're going to have her on here, so that way y'all can check the first quarter of the season. If y'all teams is having some issues, we're going to talk about how to make it right. Like, you got to fix this shit before it gets too late. I said ship with a P. I didn't cuss. <laughs> we got to fix that and get it before before it gets too far gone so you can still have a chance to make the playoffs in your fantasy league and she's gonna come in quarterly so it's week four week eight week 12 and then she's gonna come in for the playoffs so i'm very excited to have victoria like i said she's one of the co-hosts for the football guys uh fantasy show awesome awesome so y'all know how i do it over here it's your boy jay spence love each other take care of each other and live in peace and as always stay positive test negative go bills go bills, go bills. Currents Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.